theyeshiva.net. Okay, today we'll learn the Taisvasin on Dav Chafala from Beis. On the top, Al Shnei Chadashim Mechalul in Esashabos. The Mishnah said that even though witnesses came every single month to testify when they observed the new moon and that they observed the new moon, there's only two months out of the year that we allow the witnesses to violate Shabbos in order to arrive to Bezdin and testify. And that's Nisan and Tishrei. When the Beis HaBikter stood, they could violate Shabbos every month. Why? Because there had to be brought a carbon of Rishchidosh, and we want the carbon should be brought on time. But the other months, and all and, and all the months have a carbon Rishchidosh. But after the Churban Beis HaMikdash, only Nisan and Tishrei, because that's the holiday, the month when you establish the Yom Tovim, the holidays, whether it's Pesach or Shavuos, which depends on Pesach, Severus Saimer. And Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot, and therefore over there we're makbid, we're meticulous that what, that it should be on time, and therefore the edus could be mechalal shabbos. Zaktaisus, Pirush Hakuntras. Rashi explains in the Mishnah, Omin Atayde mechalal in Al Kulon. Rashi says you have to understand that Min Atayde. You're allowed to violate all the Shabbos. After the Churban Beis Hamikdash, it was Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, as we see in the Gemara, who forbade the witnesses to be mechalal Shabbos for the other months. Why? Because since the other months, the Yamim Toivim is not are not dependent on Rishchidosh. Tammuz, Av, Elul, Cheshven, Kislev, Tevis, Shvat, Adar. The Yom Tov Manatol. In other words, there's no holiday in that month. So we don't care so much if it's going to be 29 days or it's going to be 30 days. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? The worst thing that's going to happen is that Tesvav Cheshven is really supposed to be Tazayin Cheshven. Or the other way, Tazayin Cheshvan is supposed to be Tazvav Cheshvan. Okay. So what? Doesn't make any difference in halacha. What's the difference if you're putting on tefillin Tazvav or Tazayin? If it's a, if Tazvav is Sunday or it's Shabbos, right? It doesn't have that level of consequence. That's what Rashi says. Nisan and Tishrei, yes, these are Yavam Tovim. When is Pesach? A lot of halachas about that. And halachas minatayra. So you can be mechal al-shamas. Frek toisviz v'kashi. The Gemara, Tanya, the Gemara here in the Sugya says, minayin shemechal al-shamas. How do we know you're allowed to be mechal al-shamas in order to te- say that you saw the moon? It's a big chiddish. Chachamim can't just come and push off on Isra of Chil al-shamas. The answer is, Talmud loymar, eilem moya de Hashem. The Pasuk says in Emmer, these are the holidays of Hashem that were callings of holiness, declarations of holiness, that you should proclaim in their right time, in their designated time. So we learn out from here 
that's for Kiddush HaChodesh, in order to declare Rosh Chodesh B'moyadoi, B'zmanoi, in the right time, you can do anything. It has to be B'moyadoi. You can even be Michal HaShamas. Frek this Pasuk, Elam Moyadei Hashem, is talking about Moyadei Hashem. It's been Nisim V'Tishriksiv, so about Nisan and Tishrei because these are the months that have Moyadim, Moyadesha. There's Pesach, on that depends Shvuas. And then there's, when you look at Parshas Emmer, there's a list of Yom Tovim. Which Yom Tovim? It's not Chanukah and Purim. It's not Tu Bishvat. Right? It's the Yom Tovim. Which ones? He starts off with Shabbos and Emmer. Then he goes through the list of Yom Tovim. The list of Yom Tovim is basically Pesach, and then Shvuas, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. Done. That's it. No, a bazai. From here we learn out Nisan and Tishrei. Where does Rashi get a source? Al Kola Chadashim Chalalinus Hashabbos. It says Tikru the Moyadim should be bismanam. For the Moyadim to be bismanam, I need Rosh Chodesh Nisan to be bismanam in the right time. I need Rosh Chodesh Tishrei to be bismanam. I don't need Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan to be in the right time for the holidays to be in the right time. What's a, let's say Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan is a day later. Which holiday gets affected? No holiday. It's a big question. You're bringing me a source for Chilul Shabbos from a person that speaks about Yom Tovim. The person doesn't say Rishchidish. Every Rishchidish should be Bismana. But Rashi says clearly that the Pshatin Gemara is Mechalin Al Kula. Torah allows you to do Chilul Shabbos. The Rabbanan, after the Chorban said, there's already no need for it. Weird. The Mishnah says, no, only Shnei Chadash. Right, but Rashi says that that was a din min You're right, that's the Hezbollah in the Mishnah. The reason they were mechalal al-kulan is because the Torah allows chilul Shabbos. You're right. The way Rashi touches up the Mishnah. The way Rashi touches up the Mishnah. You're right, yeah. Which you asked. You asked us. No, no, it's obvious because is a yantiv. Yeah. The answer is. So Taisva says. This Pasuk Elam Mayaday is speaking about Yom Tavim, but it includes every Rishchidosh. Why? Because the Ikri Mayad. It's also defined as a Mayad. There's a Pasuk in Eich Aperik Aleph Pasuk Tasvav. Kara Alai Mayad Lishbar Bachurai. Yirmiyah Hanavi cries, he laments. We use that petition, that's right, right. The Tisha B'av is called Mayed. He called on me a Mayed, meaning Hashem declared a time. A Mayed comes from the word designated time. The word Mayed means like a base Havad. It's a place of it's designated for something. There's designated places and there's designated times. Mayed. It's a desig- It's like an island, a transcendental island, an oasis in time. That's what Shabbos is, Yom Tov is, Mayed. So he says, Kara align Mayed, but not for the positive. Lishber Bachura. To crush my young ones, my chosen ones. The Kay al Rishchidish. Minayin the Kay Kra al Rishchidish. The Isur Pere Ketzat Sailin is a Gemara in Psach. The Pere Ketzat Sailin Dafain Zayin. Kabechias Shabbos Vetuma. When it comes to overriding Shabbos and Tumma, the Gemara says there that Seidri Rishchidish Itzterchele. That the Tan of the Mishnah has to tell us. That the goats that they used to bring every Rishchidosh, one of the offerings that they had to bring every Rishchidosh was a goat. A carbon chatas that was offered lash chatas lashem, every single Rishchidosh, as we say in the Musaf of Rishchidosh. So the Gemara, the Mishnah says there that the Tana has to tell us that it's doichetumah. 
it overrides Tumah. What do we mean it overrides Tumah? If most of the Kayan are Tumah, you still bring the carbon, even though you're not allowed to bring a carbon with Tumah usually, right? Not of that, if the Kayan is Tumah, you're not allowed to go into the Besamikdush, but that is if you have a majority of Kayan who are pure. If you have a majority who are impure, it's Doichet Tumah. It overrides Tumah. I would think the whole reason that we know that a carbon sibur could be offered if most are tummy you could bring it is because it says it says about the carbonists that they're all a moyet they have to be in their designated time so we learn out from this the Gemara whatever it says you don't postpone it you got to designate it because For example, every day by the carbon Thomas says, In the right time. Ayat Shabbos. How do you let us slaughter an animal on Shabbos? It's one of the Avas Malachas. The answer is when it says, It overrides Shabbos. So Taisva says, How do you know Sirish Chaydish? Sol Kedaita Chamina Lexibu Mayid. Kamash Milan, no. Rish Chaydish Nami Mayid Ikri. Ukada Baya. And this works according to Abayah. What does Abayah say? The Gemara explains, Abayah says, that the year that they sent the Miraglim, the 40 days, the Moshe Rabbeinu sent the Miraglim, ended on Tisha Because it says, Kara alayn Moyed, Lishber Bachurai. Why is Moyed called Tisha then? Why would Moyed be called Tisha Yeah. Yeah. Asad Lave, it says, Tisha is going to be a Mayad, it's going to be in this Hapach L'Simcha. We're talking about then, when they sent the Miraglim. What's the Karalai Mayad Ushba So Abayi explains that the reason that the 40 days finished on Tisha is because the months were full. It was sent on Chavtes Sivan. Sivan was a full month, 30 days. Tamas was a full month. So therefore, the 40 days ends on Tisha So therefore, the sins they were Ma'abr the Chaydish, which is basically a Mayad, they made the Mayad of Rish right? They made it, a, they, they delayed it by a day, so therefore Tisha B'av became the end of the 40 days when the Miraglim came back, so Tisha B'av was designated as a Yoim Puranius, and the Shvira of Bachurai began on Tisha B'av. So Yoim Ibra Chaydish is called Mayad, and therefore from Elohim Mayad that you could learn that all the months you could be Mechal Shabbos. Also, huh? Yeah, it's also, but it's not yeah. specific. Right. Yeah. That's brought in Now we don't say Tachrin on Tisha B'av because it's called a Mayan. Right. Yoim Ibura Chaydish Kari Moyed. Koralai Moyed. Tamus the Shluch Meranglum. That's what the Rambam holds. The Rambam holds in Hilchis Besabchirim. You could bring a carbon even if there's no Besamikdush. As long as you have a Mizbeach. That was the question of carbon Pesach. The big question if you could bring carbon Pesach. Not only the Rambam, many, many of the Rishonim hold that. Uh, 
No, so Taisus just explains Rish Chodesh is also called Mayan. Right. Sachemayin Zayin. And at the end of Masechetainis is about the fact that they made it an Ibur year, that uh, it was a full year. Zach Tois was right. Kara Mayed. Kara, Lai Mayed, it was Yom Ibur HaChadosh. Because I guess then it was Ibur HaChadosh. that's what they did. In other words, for Tisha B'Av to become the Yom Puranis, the day that the Meraglim come back, they had to be Ma'abah the Chadosh, and that's called Mayed. In Allah it says Tishabov is called Mayad, but according to Abayid, the Mayad doesn't go on Tishabov. The Mayad goes on the day of Rishchidish, which caused Tishabov to become that day, which ultimately would be a ne- you know a day with uh, many ne- tragic occurrences. No, because Al Pipshute Shal Mikra Karalai Mayad is he's talking about the Yamachorb. Abai explained what's Pshad the Gemara Mishnah said that Anissin and Tishrei Shluchim go out and therefore it overrides Shabbos. All the month they go out for six months. Abai explained that Nissan and Tishrei are different. Why? Because other months the Shluchim could go out immediately, even before they hear from Bezdin Mekudosh. If they know that tomorrow Bezdin is going to make it to they can leave the night before. So night before 31, they know tomorrow is Rish Chodesh, they can already leave at night. The night of 30, they know that tomorrow is going to be Rish Chodesh because everybody saw the moon, they can already leave that night. Nisan and Tishrei, they have to hear it from the mouth of Bezdin Makudosh. So Ktaisvis, he's going to explain here the shit of Rashi and Bavarin a few questions. The Hashta, according to this, <coughs> no, Mechal and Shabbos are the Eden. We're going to explain. So now we have to say this. When the Mishnah says that the reason why Machal Shabbos this and Tisha is because Shluchim go out, I know what it means. Doesn't mean when they go out. They go out for many more months. They go out for six months. It means Shabahena Shluchim Yoitzin. These Shluchim, these months are Shluchim not only under certain conditions. Once they hear the word Makudish, not before. Where other months they can go out at night. If they know for sure, if they know for sure, if they know that it's likely that tomorrow Bezin is going to be Mekadish as Achaytish. When the sin is Tamu. And this is basically a reason that Lakach Mechalal and Allah Shabbos, Edim Shirolas Achaytish. This is the reason that the Edim is going to be Mechalal Shabbos. Frex too, what's the connection? Rashi explains, Piddish Bekuntis, Rashi explains his famous explanation that we discussed. What's the explanation? Toysus repeats his explanation. The Bashar, Chadoshim, other months, you don't be Michalo Shabbos, why? Shein, ein, chil Shabbos, shall Edim, and Maharis, Yitzhia, Shluch. The Ed is violating Shabbos, will not hasten the departure of the Shluchim. Why? Because even if the Edis will be Michalo Shabbos and come on Shabbos, it will not help and hasten the shluchim's departure. Why? Because the shluchim are not allowed to be mechalal Shabbos and leave on Shabbos, leave the Tchum Shabbos. They have to leave Mitzray Shabbos. So therefore, even if you don't let the Eidus come today because you don't let them do Chilul Shabbos, so what's the worst that's going to happen? Yisabir HaChaydish. The month is going to have an extra day because the Eidus only arrive Mitzray Shabbos or Sunday. But everybody knows 
Shehem Kitshu. I'm doing it according to one of the Gersis. Shehem Kitshu Lamacha. Shehem Kitshu Lamacha is difficult. Hakal Yodim, everybody knows Shehem Kitshu Lamacha, that tomorrow 31 Bezdin is going to make it holy. So Ashluchim Yodim Mishatech, Shechloim Mishibru Sachaydish. Ashluchim could go out once it gets dark, in other words, Mitzayi Shabbos, to tell everybody that the Chaydish has 30 days, relying that tomorrow Bezdin is going to make Rishchaydish. So therefore, by allowing the Eidus to be Mechalal Shabbos, you're not giving the Shluchim any more time to notify the Jewish communities in the diaspora, because Memanafshach. What's going to happen? If the Eidus come on Friday morning before Shabbos and they make Friday Rishchaydish, great. You can go out on Friday, no problem. You can leave Friday after. You can leave Friday, or you can actually leave. Huh? If you know for sure they're doing it Friday, you can even do it Thursday night. The problem is, the moon is, shows up Friday night. So you're going to say, let the Eidus come right away. Shabbos, yeah, Friday night, Shabbos morning. So what's going to happen? The Shluchim could leave right away. They anyway can't leave right away. They can leave Mitzvah Shabbos. If they can leave Mitzvah Shabbos, then what do you care if the Eidus can't come on Shabbos? They'll come on Sunday, they can anyway leave Mitzvah Shabbos because you're allowed to leave the night before when you know for sure Bezin is going to be Mechadish tomorrow, the Chaydish. Aval Nisan and Tishrei, Rashi says in the Gemara, if you don't allow Eidus to come on Shabbos and you're going to make the month 30 days, the Shluchim can only go out tomorrow morning after Bezdin is Mekadosh the Chaydish because Nisan and Tishrei, they had to hear Bezdin say Mekadosh and then they go out. Why? Because a Mekat, Bezdin Mekadosh Balayla. You can't be sanctified at night. So they can't do it at night. They have to do it tomorrow morning and Eidim have to wait. Nimtzu. So if the Eidis are not allowed to come on Shabbos, we decrease, we diminish the duration time for the Shluchim to go by the, by the time that it takes, the travel time of a full night and even more. Mitzvah Shabbos and Sunday morning until Bezdin gets together and says, Mekudosh. So that's why we're Mechalal Shabbos for these two months so that the Eidus could come on Shabbos. Matsoy Shabbos, the Shluchim could immediately run and go off to tell the diaspora communities when Rishchidosh is, and they'll have more time till Yom Tif to let everybody know the day of Rishchidosh. What During the period when they used the torches, that was in the time of the Beis Hamikdash, then they were Mechalal Shabbos for every month. Then they were Mechalal Shabbos for every month. Remember, by the time Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai comes around, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai lives during the destruction of the second base of Mikdash in the year 70. It's been already a long time that they've not been using torches because the Sadducees in the middle of the second base of Mikdash stopped them from using torches because they used to make their own torches. So it's been already a long time that they're not using torches. They're using only shluchim. This Mishnah is written post-Khorban base Hamikdash. They're only using shluchim at this point. They can't use torches anymore. But you're right, when they used torches, you didn't need shluchim, but you also mechal Shabbos. So, so you could be Shabbos. Yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Right. You didn't have a problem. The Eidus were mechal Shabbos. The Eidus. Right. Were. And then, Mitzay Shabbos, let's say they came Shabbos afternoon. Ah, okay, great. Because the main reason for Chilul Shabbos is not the Shluchim. The main reason for Chilul Shabbos is to make Rish Chodesh on time. For the Yom Toivim and for the Karpach. 
No, 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 that's a separate thing. If I, I see, if you and I see a moon Friday night, right? Friday night. By the way, did you see the moon this morning? Huh? You see the matzav? Kvaldik, huh? You see a beautiful moon before sunrise. It's a little crescent. It's already Chav Gimel. It's the 23rd. It's already a smaller crescent, a thin crescent, right? You see it closer to the west before sunrise. Yeah. It's now catching up to the sun. You understand? Once it catches up to the sun, you're not going to see it anymore. But you're going to see it west now. You see it west. Right? Not Mamish west. Pretty high above, actually, yeah. Everybody is the same. East, West, no difference. Right now, China too. Right China too, and even Japan and New Zealand. So you're saying to the shloka that they can go out? No. So that they'll be, they'll be no. We're mechalal Shabbos because we want Rishchidosh to be on time. If I saw the moon tonight, right. I want to be able to come to Bezdin Shabbos morning <coughs> and say today is Rishchidosh. That's it. We don't want to push it off by a day. That's the reason. Nothing to do, no. Not the shluchim, the edus on the chalus shabbos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zok toys was vital. Yes, pay of course, of course. That's what we're going to discuss now. We're going to discuss that in a moment. Only because of this, Exactly. We'll see in a moment. This is how Rashi explains the Gemara. Toysvis now makes an interesting ha'ara that we made yesterday, somebody made. There's one problem with his pirush. He says the reason that the Eidus HaMachal HaShabbos listen and Tishrei is because we want the Shluchim to be able to go out as soon as possible, ASAP, to let everybody know when Rish Chodesh is. One second. No, there's another major issue here. If day 30 of Elul is on Shabbos, and the Eidus saw the new moon, even if Shluchim would not be delayed, even let's say Shluchim could go out at night, they wouldn't be delayed. Let's say they wouldn't be delayed. You still have to let the Eidus be Mechal Shabbos. Why? The Imachrim Adachra Shabbos. If you tell the Eidus he can't come on Shabbos, remember Shabbos is day 30. If Shabbos is day 29, it's anyway not Rish Chaydish. If Shabbos is day 32, it's anyway not Rish Chaydish. Right? If Shabbos is day 31, it's anyway Rish Chaydish. So we're talking about one situation. Right? Not Shabbos so is 29. So it's way it is. Shabbos is day 30. That's the issue. Now the question is, can the Eidus come or not come? If it's day 31, I don't need Eidus to come. If it's day 29, doesn't help if Adis come. Right? I can't make Rishchidosh day 29. There's no such a thing. Even if they saw the moon because we're a little, we're a little uh, ahead of ourselves. It's all day 30. So it's day 30. So let's say we tell the Adis, you're not allowed to come on Shabbos. What's going to happen? Rosh Hashanah is going to be on Sunday. a Sunday. The Gemara explains Lulav and Arav. Part of the Cheshbon of Rosh Hashanah is you don't put it, make it on a Sunday or on a Wednesday or on a Friday. 
And the reason for Sunday is because Hoshayin Rabbah. If Rosh Hashanah is on a Sunday, Hoshayin Rabbah is on a Shabbos. They did never wanted Hoshayin Rabbah to be on a Shabbos in order to be able to perform the mitzvah of Aravis, of Hoshayinus. Yom Aravah. This was something, interestingly, that they dafka wanted to be observed every single year. Alpinigla, one of the reasons is because the Tztukim were against it. They didn't believe in Yom Arava because, doesn't say clearly, it's a minigneviyim. It's a tradition. It's not clearly in Torah, right? That you take the Arava and Hashanah Rabba. So they went extra mile in order to maintain it and preserve it. And Masech the Sukkot is a whole sugya about it, how they used to try to undermine the Yom Arava. Uh, over then, then it was even on Shabbos. And what happened was... They made sure Yom Arav is never on Shabbos. So therefore, Taisva says, for this case, if Tishrei, the Edis, can't be Mechal Shabbos for the Shchidosh Tishrei, then it's going to be on Sunday. So even without the reason of Shluchim going out fast, you still need to let them be Mechal Shabbos. It doesn't have to do with this. So Rashi is right for Nisan. Nisan, the reason is, in order to let the shluchim go out faster, so if you let them come on Shabbos, they could leave Mitzray Shabbos. But Masnis and Pidush Hakutras, when you look in the Mishnah, Rashi says Shebehem Ashluchim Yotzim Hilcha Chashivi. The words of Rashi is that these two months shluchim go out, and therefore they're chashiv, they're prominent. Kolayma, what does he mean? He means Lefisha Shluchim Yotzim Ben Mishum Takanas Mayadus Roya Leedim Lachal Aleim Shabbos Eshitvu Mayadus Bizmana. What does it mean, Mishum de Chashivi? All months they go out. They go out for six months. How do we explain this Rashi? What he means is, it's Chashivi because the Shluchim are going to tell people when Yom Tif is. They're not going to tell people when Rishchidosh Cheshven is, which doesn't have such a Chashivus. They're telling people when Rishchidosh Nisan is. Oh, this is Pesach. This is Isur Echametz, Chiyuve Matzah. That's, that's the chshivas of it. So therefore, it's roy for the Eidim de Mechal Shabbos, so that everybody could celebrate Yom Tif on time, both the Jews in Eretz Yisrael, and also the Jews in Chutz Laaretz, who will get the Shluchim. The Kan Nami Pirush HaKuntris Adayin, the Tam HaChilul SheYiskadosh HaChodesh Bizmana. And here too, Rashi explains that the reason of the Chilul of the Edom at this point in the mission is why? So that the Chodesh should be Mekudosh Bezmanik, Kediktani, Ubehen, Mesaklin, Esamoyedes, that you want Tikkun Amoyedes in the right time, that Achmona Amen, Ashetikru, Oisam, Bemoyadam, Afilu, Beshabbos. The Yitzia Shluchim, the Ketani. The reason the Mishnah says it's Mitzad Shluchim, Einoi Ela Liyafoy, so Liyashev Tam HaChilul, Bishvil Zois. It's only to enhance the Tam HaChilul, that in addition to the fact that Nisan and Tishrei, are more chashev than other months. Why? Because this tikkun hamayadis, that's the main reason you let the Edis be mechal shabbos. You want Rishchaydis to be on time. In addition to that, we're adding something else. What is that? That is, that the shluchim should be able to go out. So in other words, this two nekudis. In the Mishnah, Rashi keeps it to the idea that the main reason is mesakrin es hamayadis. That's the reason. You want the mayadis to be bismana. I, the Mishnah says, Shabahem shluchim yoitzim. For the that makes these two months uniquely significant. That's the main reason. The reason why you even have to mention the shluchim is because you're adding another reason, and that is that it's geschmack to give the shluchim more time to go and notify the people, and you're not stop notifying the people about inconsequential reshchidus. You're notifying them about yomtif, 
And you want them also to be able to do it bismani, so it's an extra geshmaka reason why you let the Eidahs be mechalo Shabbos. Also for the Jews out there that there's more communities who will hear when Pesach is, when Sukkot is, and they'll do it on the right day. If, if it's other months, they could go 29 at night, or 30 at night. get there before Shabbos is over, the beds on the top make a cheshman. Yeah. It's four and a half hours. It's in the Rishkin. Yeah. It's one day, very limited time frame. The Shulchan can be Bukhal Right. You mean Edis? Edis. Edis, yeah. Shulchan can be Bukhal Shabbos. Yeah. Sheyash dvarim she'inatam toliben Rashi teaches us there are things in Alocha that you give a reason. But it's not the reason is the decisive factor. The reason is only a helper to enhance it, to make it nicer. We don't make a leap here only because the sheep and the, the goats are still too young. They're not old enough to make carbonus psachim because I, nobody could bring a carbon pesach. The answer is because you could bring a carbon pesach even from a young goat, even from a young sheep. It's not the best thing. You want to have larger ships, you want to have larger goats, you can have more people, etc. But it's not, there's not going to be a Pesach. But you do use it as a support. If you have another reason to make a Nibir, for example, one of the reasons is Peris the fruits are not ready, you need Bikurim on Shavuos, etc. And it's a late winter, so therefore you have two reasons, you add this as a reason. The Ketzad, and they would notify all the Jews in the exile, Ma'idayin, Anachna, Lechayin, the Gezlayin, Rechichin, Basically, they would tell them that we're telling them also that the the, the young animal, the young birds are rechichin, they're uh, they're young, and therefore we are making. This is one of the reasons for Ibr, Ib, the Ibr here. Now, Toisvus comes to the actual Havana. What is this Let's now get to the very topic. Rashi doesn't say anything. Why did they taka make the Nisan and Tisha? The Shluchim have to hear from Bezdin Makudish. What's the big deal? If they know tomorrow is going to be Rishchaydish, let them go out a night before, and then you don't have all these problems. Because you can if it's day 31. If it's day 31, for sure. But even if it's day 30, why can't they go out? I could explain it if they saw the moon clearly. Day 29 in the evening, or night 30, I understand. Even though for sure Bezin is going to make Rishchaydish tomorrow because everybody sees a new moon, a little tiny crescent, so go out tonight. The answer is, you don't go out right away. Why? I'm afraid, you're right, it could be Rishchaydish, but who knows, maybe Bezin will retract their position. They're going to reconsider and decide that this has to be a leap month. And what's going to happen if the Shluchim leave right away? They come to the far diaspora, they tell them when Rishchidosh is. It happens to be a day early when it really was because Bezdin pushed it off. They're making Pesach on their Tesvav Nisan. Really, Tesvav Nisan is Yudalad Nisan. They're supposed to make Pesach Tezayan Nisan, not Tesvav Nisan. What's happening is everything is supposed to be a day later. Achrin Shal Pesach for them is the seventh day. The next day they're eating chametz, and it's the last day of Pesach. It's the seventh day of Pesach. Why would Bezdin do it? Why would Bezdin do it? 
Could let's say one reason is Saida Ibur, they realize No, the Aidas didn't come yet. We are we are people. The Aidas are home, but we see a moon. So we know that everybody sees the moon. So the Shluchim want to go out already. Yes. No, no, it's night. It's night. Bezdin doesn't gather at night. It's night time. It's, t- it's 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock at night. There's a new moon. There was no Kiddush HaKadosh at night. Yes, yes. So who knows? Maybe tomorrow something is going to happen. No, no, there was no decision. Yes or no? They're not convening. Who says they're convening? No, no. No, tomorrow. Tomorrow, even though we saw the moon, Bezdin may decide not to. Even if Bezdin told the Shluch. Yes. Bezdin may have noticed, but they can't make Rishchidosh at night. So their decision hasn't been made. So why, right. why are they reviewing their decision? Don't okay. use the word review. What you, I mean, that was your word, wasn't it? I said retract. Retract? No, mimlechi. In other words, even though it could be Bezdin told so the shluchim... Okay. No, because Bezdin told the shluchim to go. Why do you tell me to go? Because at night they thought tomorrow is a great day for Rishchidosh. I'm just trying to clarify my mind. Okay. From the Shluchim. Yeah. So, so that means that they heard all Kiria from the Adam already, no? Or they also see the moon. They also see In the moon. In other words, because it's the 29th or the 30th, yes. they tell them to go. Yeah, go, okay. Go. So yeah. that's the decision. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So even the two, Nisan and Tishra. Nisan and Tishra. Even not Yes. <laughs> that I understand, Taisra says. My question is, What if they didn't make Rishchidosh on day 30? Why? Because the Adas didn't come, or for another reason? Now I don't understand. Let them leave day 31. Now Taisra here doesn't mean day 31. Taisra means the beginning of day 31. Yeah, At night. Why? Because... What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Tomorrow, Bezdin will decide what? We're going to day 39? There's no such a thing in Allah. It's either day 30 or day 31. If you didn't do it day 30, it has to be day 31. So Bezdin can't decide we're not doing it. It's tough luck. Bezdin doesn't have the authority to make Rishchidosh on Hanukkah. It doesn't work that way. <coughs> and if that's the case, why don't you let the Shluchim go out Mitzvah Shabbos? Which of course would not be a reason not to be mechalosh. Would not be a reason to. Huh? It would be a reason to be mechalosh Shabbos. To be mechalosh Shabbos. Yes, to be mechalosh Shabbos. If you let them go, if you let them go, Ma'abetzoy Shabbos, they gain tremendous amount of time. If you let the Adam come on Shabbos, if you force the Adam to come not on Shabbos, you don't let them come on Shabbos. Kiddush Hakadosh will only be on Sunday. They can only leave when. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. That's how we say we can leave Sunday morning. But if you let them leave Mitzvah Shabbos, they get then it's not a problem. Oh, you mean that way? If you let them leave Mitzvah Shabbos, then you don't have to do Chilul Shabbos. You're right. Yeah. Then this reason goes off. You don't need Chilul Shabbos. What are you going to gain by Chilul Shabbos? 
that what? That the Edis are going to leave earlier because he did it on Shabbos? They can, they can anyway leave Mitzvah on Shabbos. That's Toysus' question. Like a very strong question. Only for one situation, and that is where, if it's day 29, not day 30. But the, the Gemara says, Atshe Yishmu Hibazdin Mekudish goes on both situations. And for Toysviz V'yashloimar, the reason they don't let the Shluchim go out even the night 31, even though there's no Kshash, the answer is the Gozru high or too high. Meaning, they decreed one case for the other case. If I let the Aedas go out night 31, I'm afraid that the, this attitude is going to be, you see a moon, you know there's a moon, you go. So another month, Go. They'll go out night 30. When? On Nisan and Tishrei. So other months, we said, Taka, other months you can go. Well, Nisan and Tishrei, we didn't want to make a distinction between one night and the other night. Toysavis adds, remember, other months you're not making a distinction. Other months you let them leave at night for both situations. So now on Nisan and Tishrei, if you let them leave on one night... It's going to be easy for people to make that mistake and go out also the night early. And that we don't want to because that could make a churban in the Yom Tov. So therefore we just made carte blanche that Nisan and Tisha, you just don't go out at night, you wait till the morning. The Shluchim went out at night and tomorrow Bezdin says... Yes. Yes. Because we're afraid if we let them go out on night 31, they may not distinguish. And other years, they'll go out night 29, night 30. They'll go a night early. Well, Rashi already explained to us and Toysvis that that is Liapois. 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 It's not the main reason. The main reason is Menatoyri allowed to do Chilo Shabbos. Remember that. Menatoyri allowed to do Chilo Shabbos. After the Chorp, on every month. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was Mavatulit because other months he said. Let's minimize the Chilo Why? Because he didn't see a Tayalus anymore. And it could even be. This is after Claire, that he held that Minatari can't be Mechal Shabbos anymore. The reason is for there's a Karbonus. There's no Karbonus. But for, for Pesach and Shavuos, for sure you can be Mechal Shabbos. Even though there's no Karbonus, there's Yom Tov. Yom Tov is Minatari, right? But other months, let's minimize the Chal Shabbos. Did he hold that after the Chorban it becomes an Issa Minatari to be Mechal Shabbos? That's a good Shaila. That's a good Claire. Yeah. So these two months, the main thing is Yamim Toivim. Rashi says sometimes we add a reason because when Chachamma are considering things, yeah, there's another reason, another reason, another reason. You know, when you have to make a big decision in life, you have pros and cons. You have the big pro, the reason. But then you add up, but oh, this is also going to be good, this is going to be good. You know, you understand what I'm saying? You're not going to make a reason for that. That's not going to be your reason. You have to move somewhere, right? So kids' schools is a reason, yeah? It's a decisive reason, yeah? Your wife to be happy is a decisive reason. 
But then you put in another few perks. For example, you have a garden. <laughs> it's called a perk. Huh? It's a good pizza store in the neighborhood. A good pizza store in the neighborhood. Incentives. That's the main reason to move you. It's not a deal killer. In other words. It's not a deal killer. It's not a deal breaker. It's not a deal maker. But it's uh, it's a gishmaka reason. Zaitik in Yiddish it's called Zaitik, yeah. Rashi says Lisaidali Afaisa. Vaitik. Zak the Mishnah. Yeah, what's unclear? You want to know how could Bezdin make these mistakes? Bezdin is doing it. The Chayda Bezdin should be educated and they shouldn't send out people. Why does Taisvis believe, yeah? It could be, I don't know, I hear your question. He's asking why Bezdin doesn't make a mistake. Just like the Gemara says, there's no Shavuz B'Mikdash, yeah? Because Kayanim Zizinheim. Bezdin knows what they're doing. The answer could be that perhaps people can act on their own here. If you see a beautiful moon and it's clear, maybe you're not going to think twice and off you are, right? And let's say you live close to the border of Eretz Yisrael, you're not even near Yerushalayim. Yeah? You're close to the border of Eretz Yisrael. And you see a wonderful moon at night. Right? Off you may go. No, you don't know that Shluchim is going to... That Shluchim going to go to Basin because if you live, let's say, in Tzfat and you see the moon, you don't know that somebody's going to go... Okay, I'm saying if you know that they saw the Yerushalayim, the moon. If you saw the Yerushalayim, then... Yes. Then you may off sure. you go right yeah. away. That's perhaps what we're worried about. Yeah, so. Then you don't need Shluchim, period. They're all professionals, then forget the Shluchim. But do you think every month the Shluchim came to Bezdin and then... Yeah, Aiden and Shluchim were sent from Bezdin. From Bezdin. Bezdin is sent from Bezdin. Shluchim means that they were sent. Every month. Every month the Shluchim was sent by Bezdin. Gozru hai atu hai. It's a good try. Huh? What do you say? I, I said if he's going to bother him so much, he's not going to sleep tonight. He can no, no, no. Okay. Next Mishnah, Chafala from Adbeza, second Mishnah. Fascinating Mishnah. No difference. It's very interesting how the Mishnah begins. No difference if the moon was visible. What do we mean the moon was visible? The moon was visible to everybody. It was a clear sky, and it's a beautiful, clear moon to everybody. Whether it's that, or the moon was not clearly visible. You need sharper vision to be able to see it, or perhaps it was a cloudy evening which eclipsed the vision. That's In both cases, If you saw it. If two witnesses saw it, they're allowed to desecrate Shabbos to come and testify. Ah, you might think, if the moon is barely visible, then you let the Eidus come. But if the moon is so conspicuously visible, there's so many other Jews who don't have to be Mechal Shabbos to come and testify. Why should I go and be Mechal Shabbos? Says the Mishnah, no, you're always Mechal Shabbos. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi argues, he says, Im nida ba'alul ein Mechal Shabbos. 
If the moon is clearly visible, you're not allowed to do Chilul Shabbos. You know why? Because you don't probably do not need these witnesses because obviously Bezdin themselves saw it in Yerushalayim or Jews near Bezdin and they'll be able to be Mekadosh the Chaydish without you. The, a, the witness can't be the judge. We'll soon see. If there's enough of them, they could use them as aides. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes. Can I yeah. the test and the base? Yeah. I guess my question is: Does the concept of anan sahadi apply in the case of the Alpi They themselves could say, but they have to wear a different hat. Yeah. Is that true that 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 concept will apply to evidentiary concepts? Yeah. 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 Now let's understand what's the svara. The svara we can understand. There's two ways how to learn it. One way how to learn it is. As we're soon going to see in the Mishnah, a similar story. L'chayr, if everybody saw such a clear moon, isn't Rabbi Yossi right? But Tadakama holds, you're right this time. But you know what's going to happen? Next time, the moon is going to be less clear, and the Eidus also won't come. So therefore, just let them always come. However, the Pnei Yeshua explains the reason is, because, let's understand you're right, it's possible that people should come to Bezdin, even without the Edis. But that's true every month. The whole din, the Yalada Bimachal Shabbos, for observing the moon, is a suffolk. It's a din of suffolk. You're not certain that your testimony is going to make Kiddush HaChadish, but that's the whole din. Because whenever you come, there's a suffolk that somebody else came, and they don't need you. Nonetheless, the din is Yalada Bimachal Shabbos on a suffolk. Even if it's Suffolk beneficial or not Suffolk be- or not beneficial. So here also that the Suffolk is a larger Suffolk, but that's the din. Now don't tell me, oh, for sure people are going to come and therefore don't be Mechal Shabbos. You're not sure, even though it's a very, very, very likely that other people are going to come, but even Machmas HaSuffolk can be Mechal Shabbos because that's the din. The din is you can be Mechal Shabbos for the Suffolk. Rabbi Yossi disagrees. And the Gemara now tells a story. Maisa Sha'avru Yosemar Boyim Zug. So once a Maisa, a story, that more than 40 couples, 40 peers of Edis, that means 80 people, a zug is two people, a peer, more than 40 peers of Edis were passing by, were traveling to come to Yerushalayim and testify that they saw the new moon. On Shabbos. Probably on Shabbos. Right. The ikvam Rebbe Akiva Belud. Rebbe Akiva lived in Lud, and he saw what's happening, and he stopped them in Lud. What's the reason he stopped them in Lut? Probably, it seems like. Rabbi Akiva says, there's 40 pairs of Edis going on Shabbos. Why are they all being Mechal Shabbos? What do you need? 80 Jews to be Mechal Shabbos. You already have two witnesses to go tell Bezden they saw the moon. You don't need so many Jews traveling on Shabbos. So Rabbi Akiva did not let them go further. Rabbi Akiva stopped them and said, here, you'll stay here for Shabbos. What happened? The Nasi at the time, the leader of the Sanhedrin, the head of the Sanhedrin, the president, so to speak, and then there was a man named Rebbe Gamliel, Rebbe Akiva's colleague. Sholach Lord Rebbe Gamliel, Rebbe Gamliel sends a message, he hears what happened. Probably two of the witnesses arrived and said, by the way, there's another 40 pairs behind us, or 39 pairs behind us, Rebbe Akiva didn't let them go. Rebbe Gamliel sends him a message. Ima Akivata Sarabim. 
if you stop the public from going, Nimtzis Machshilom Ma'asid Lava. You're going to create a terrible stumbling block for these few witnesses in the future. In other words, there's going to be another month. They're going to see the moon. Not even on Shabbos. And what are they going to say? Why should I schlep? It's yeah. Shabbos morning. It's Shabbos morning. <laughs> I could relax. I could stay home. Why should I schlep to Yerushalayim? I saw last month I slept, And on the way, they anyway told me not to go. Right? They told me not to go. Now you can ask the same question. Even if they come, if they see they're not needed, they're not going to come next month. So that we're going to learn later in Mishnayis that they used to dine them, dine them, huh? honor them, and dine them because they wanted them to come. But here, maybe Rabbi Akiva also dined them. We don't know. I'm sure Rabbi Akiva gave them a wonderful Shabbos, and they got to hear a shir from Rabbi Akiva. So Nishkan Kleinikite spending Shabbos with Rabbi Akiva, but nonetheless, they left the house. Maybe they traveled all night. That's what they did. Next month they're going to say, "Who needs the headache? Who needs the headache? I'm anyway not coming." Shem Gamliel told Rabbi Akiva, this is a mistake. Let 80 Jews come, involve Chilul Shabbos, so that the institution of Eidus should remain powerful. So there was the word brother, all they stopped the, they stopped the examination at a certain point, like if it's the third path. Well, we're going to learn later that they used to speak to all the Eidus to make them feel uh, yeah. that it wasn't just a waste of time. Rashi, Nira Ba'alil Ein Mechalilin L'fishen Tzarech. Rabbi Yossi says, there's no need. Why should you do Chilul Shabbos when there's no need? It would seem like Rabbi Akiva was following Rabbi Yossi. Just like when the moon is clear, you're not Mechal Shabbos. When you have so many witnesses, you're not even Mechal Shabbos. Arboyim Zug, Zakrashi, Shnei Edim. What's up, Arboyim Zug? Because it's basically two, peer, two witnesses. Zug Achazug. Peer after peer was showing up. Peer after peer was showing up. So it seems like from Rashi that what they were going, Zach Hazah. Zug Shnei Edim, Zug Achazug. One Zug after, after, uh, after the other Zug. And therefore, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva stopped him. Zogdi Gemara, what does Alul mean? Nira ba'alil or loy nira ba'alil? So we explain Alul means clear. Mai mashma the high Alul lishna de miglihu. Where do we know from the Tanakh that the word Alul basically is a term, a lush that represents migli. Migli means revealed. The moon is revealed. So the Gemara, Amar Rebbeo, Amar Kro. Rebbeo says it's a pasuk in Tehillim, Perik Yud Beis, Capital Twelve. Imrois Hashem Amores Tahiris, Kesef Tsaruf Baalil Laoretz Mezukok Shivasayim. The sayings of Hashem are pure. They're clear. They're authentic. Kesef Tsaruf. It's like silver. That is refined, not just refined. It's mezukok shivasayim. It's refined sevenfold. It's refined and then again and again and again sevenfold to take out all of the dirt, all of the sediments from the silver. What is it called? All the impurities from the silver. And what does it say? Kesef tsaruf ba'alilaaretz. Its refinement is visible to everybody on earth. Ba'alilaaretz. It's begoli. It's migli. That's where we see, Rashi says, Ba'alil la'aretz, Golil la'kal. So when the Mishnah says Ba'alil, it means everybody sees the new moon. It's clear. In both cases, whether it's clear or unclear, the Tanakhama says, you can even chalol Shabbos. Zog de Gemara, Ravu Shmuel. 
Rav and Shmuel have an interesting argument. Chadamar one says, Chamishim Shari Fifty gates of wisdom, of understanding were created in the world. All of the fifty gates, Shari Bina, were given to Moshe Rabbeinu, save one. What's the connection to this Pasik? Zakrashi. Chamishim Shari Bina, save for the Haikra Darshi Ravashmur. Rav and Shmuel are basically explaining the end of this Pasik. Mezukok Shivasayim is Sheva Shvi'iyais. Refined sevenfold means that it's refined seven times seven. Not seven times. Sheva Shvi'iyais. Seven times seven. Vehem, which is of course 49. Chamishim Chaser Achas Shenimstru Lamaisha. This basically represents that Moshe Rabbeinu experienced Imrois Hashem Mezukok Shivasayim. This Imrei Hashem come in 49 methods, 49 gates of understanding, plus there's one more. So Mezukok Shivasayim Moshe Rabbeinu gets Chamishim Chaserachas. Lamadnu Shechamishim Nivru. There were 50. Sharei Ma'at Nechsamel Lekim, as we will see the Gemara, because one was missing. Shenemai, the Pasuk says about Moshe Rabbeinu, Vatechasreyu, this is also Kapitel Ches and Tehillim, Kapitel Ches and Tehillim, Vatechasreyu Me'at Me'alekim. You made him missing a little bit. There's something that was taken from him a little bit. Less than Alekim. What's this Ma'at? So the Gemara says this is the Shar Echad because 50 gates were created. But the Chasrei Ma'at Me'alekim is talking about Moshe Rabbeinu and you're saying but the Chasrei Ma'at Me'alekim. So Bezuka Kshiva Sayyim is Moshe Rabbeinu got 49. Why 49? Because what the Chasrei Me'at Melechim is missing something from Melechim. By Shloim HaMelech it says, Bikesh Kaihelas Limtsay Divrei Chefetz. The Pasuk says in Kaihelas Perikud Beis, let's read the whole Pasuk, Bikesh Kaihelas Limtsay Divrei Chefetz. Kaihelas seeked to find desirable words, V'chasuv Yoshe Divrei Emes. What does this mean? Taiches the Gemara, Bikesh Kaihelas Lias Kamosha. Kaihelas wanted to be like Moshe, meaning he wanted to comprehend the 49 Shari Bina. Yotas Abaskal Vamrila, Abaskal tells him, the cost of Yosha Divrei Emes. It says in Torah, in Sefer Dvarim, which is called Sefer Hayasha, it says there, V'laikam Navi Oid B'Yisrael Kamosha. There was never another Navi like Moshe. This is what it says in V'zoy Sabrachim. These are words of truth, that there's nobody who's like Moshe Rabbeinu, and therefore... Kaihelis cannot receive the 49 gates of understanding. That's the Pshat. Bikesh Kaihelis Limse Divre Chefetz. He wanted to be like Moshe Rabbeinu. The Chas of Yosha Divre Emes was the response, the Baskal, the heavenly voice that told him, no. It already says in Torah, like, come Navi be Israel, Kamosha, and therefore this is not for you. This is the opinion of one of the Amirayim, Rav Rishmur. The Chadamar, another Amir, argues and says, Beneviyim like, come, Bamalachim come. When it says there's no other Navi like Moshe, it means there was no other prophet like Moshe. But in terms of kings, there could be a king who's like Moshe. Shleimah Melech indeed comprehended the 49 gates of wisdom that Moshe Rabbeinu comprehended. Like, come Navi be Yisrael come Moshe. But a Melech could be in the beginning of Moshe. Ay, alamani, mekayim, bikish, kayhelis, lumtzidivri, chayfetz. So what pshat in kayhelis that Shleimah Melech was looking for something that he did not get? According to the first opinion, it's clear. According to the second view... And for the Gemara, Bikesh Kaihelis Laden Dinin Shabalev, Shaloi Be'edim, Shaloi Bahasra. Kaihelis, Shloima Melech, he wanted to judge 
and create justice, dinin shabalev, according to his heart. He wanted to create the din according to his heart, without witnesses and without warnings. In other words, when you see a person from wisdom and from sensitivity and spiritual perception, you could see everything that happened. You know what he did, you know what he didn't do, you know if he did it willingly, you know if he did it unwillingly, the whole reason you have to warn, there's no punishment in Torah without a hasra. It was almost impossible to get a punishment in Torah. It's not like you ate chaylev, you got malchus the next day. The aiders had to see you, and they had to warn you before you did it, so if you did it, it wasn't enough, they had to warn you. And you had to do it within a few seconds of the warning, and you had to respond to the warning, you had to affirm that you, you can't just aiders tell you, oh, don't do this, and you do it, you get malchus. First of all, they have to tell you. They have to tell you what the punishment is going to be. Within a few seconds, you have, to, you have to right away respond and do it right away. If you wait 10 seconds, we say, oh, maybe he forgot. It was very difficult to get an Einish. Because you have to have all this to make sure it was amazing, amazing, amazing. And in order to do all this and to get an Einish, you have to be a Meshuggan. And if you're a Meshuggan, anyway, didn't get a punishment. Right? It was very, it wasn't easy to get a skill and a safe. The mission is the Sugi Sanhedrin, a Sanhedrin that kills once in 70 years, right? Akiva says they're called Makas Chavlon, and they're called uh, killers, terrorists. Once in 70 years, I mean, right? It wasn't a simple process. So Shleim HaMelech said, you know what, I don't need witnesses. I don't need Hasra, I don't need warning. I know the Matzav, I know people. I know the Matzav. Sometimes you know, right? It says in Sefer Dvarim and Chumash, Alpi Shnayim Edim, Shloisha Edim Yumas Hamais, Yumas Alpi Edechad. You need two witnesses. In other words, the only way to make a din is according to Edim and according to Asra, according to warning. And these are words of Emes, and because these are words of Emes, you can't change it. Rashi, the Ksivat Chasre, Mat Melekim, the Mizmar. So therefore, it's interesting that the Nitziv, based on this, explains a very interesting story in Chumash. According to the first view, Shleimah Melech received what Moshe, Shleimah Melech could not receive what Moshe received, the 49 Shari Bina. According to the second view, he did get Mentas Shari Bina, and he wanted to even judge without witnesses in Asura, but on this we said, Al Pishnai made the Nitziv explains, he has a, uh, a commentary on Chumash, Hamik Dover, Archiv Dover, Reb Naftali Tzvi Yehuda Belin, the Rosh Yeshiva of Alajan, the Rav of Alajan. So in his commentary on Chumash, he asks, what was the argument between Yisroi and Moshe? In Parshish Yisroi, Moshe judges everybody. He sits himself, and every problem, every question, every dispute, every machlekas, every dintayra, and trust me, when you have four million Jews together, there were many of them, all come to Moshe, Moshe judges everything. So Yisrael says, he says, You're going to rot, you're going to decompose, person can't do this. And he says, you have to delegate, delegate, you have to appoint people, you can't do this on your own. What was Moshe thinking? You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that one person can't deal with the problems of four million people. Every debate, every machlaikas, you took my picture, you took my man, I took your man, you're in my tent, you're in my tent, you're too close to me. You know what happens when 10 Jews are together, yeah? You're 4 million Jews together, and they were stressed out, as we see in Chumash. I mean, it's a Pashto thing. You need help. One man. So the Nitziv Tain is very interesting. That the Gemara brings a Sanhedrin. is a quick question. When you come to a Rav, you come to a Bezdin, should they look for a Pshara or not? In other words, what's the, what's the best option? Do we look for a compromise to make everybody happy? 
You're having a fight over a thousand dollars. Okay, give him five hundred. You're having a fight over a house. Okay, split the house. Whatever. Do these types of things, right? Or no, right? Or right or wrong, right? So the machleik is in the mar. One shit is Yaakov Adin Sahar. Justice, justice, justice. I have to go into a mountain. That's fine. That's the main thing. You have to go according to justice. Another shit is not. First you look pshara. And then the halach is, that's what you do. The halach is, you always try to seek pshara. And then, if they don't want a pshara, then you have to go with a real dintaira. Huh? Okay, but that's also the halach in Chayshemish, but the first thing you try is a pshara. But they have to the Gemara, of course they have to be mask. They both have to be mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not going to question right. 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 You have experience. <laughs> so the Gemara says this was the Machlekes of Moshe and Aaron. Aaron was Oyev Shalom, Roy of Shalom. He wanted to make everybody happy. Moshe Rabbeinu, Yaakov Adina Sahar. Why the Nitziv says? Why is this? Moshe. So he says, Pashat. Apshar is based on the fact that we're ignorant. I don't know. You're both screaming at each other that you're both Ganav. And what am I? What am I? Avruch Hakodesh, Avnevua. So I say, listen, let's let's work out a deal. It's not based on MS. It's based on make it workable so that everybody should get a little bit and give up a little bit. Everybody bites a bullet. Everybody gets. Let me go home. Hopefully, either you'll both hate me or you'll both love me. I mean, you know, it goes with Pshadas. With Moshe, this couldn't work. He saw right away what's happening. He saw immediately what's happening. This guy screams. He's a Ganav. He knew. This, this couldn't work by Moshe Rabbein. So there was two miles. On one hand, everything went very fast. Everything went very fast. But it was everybody. And it was everybody. And it was very, very decisive. It was extremely decisive. On the other hand, people were constantly upset. <laughs> yeah, so since it was Moshe Rabbeinu, since it was Moshe Rabbeinu, so he says, novel tibal atavam. This is how the is different, but this is how he touches it. That basically, you need the art of pshara. The art of pshara is a different art. Novel tibal, because this is, it's very, very truthful, but it's very, very intense. It's extreme. If you delegate to other people, they won't be able to do it this way. They can't do it this way. And therefore, they're going to have to embrace the art of pshara. This was a different pshara. This wasn't a pshara. <coughs> I'm saying Shleima Melech wanted to do Dinim Shabalei. He said, No, no, I'll Pishnayim Eder. Dinim Shabalei means you can discern with your heart the Emes. You could discern with your heart. So he said, No, you can't do it this way. You need Edus. You need the due process. In other words, in halachic Oisius, Edim and Asra is not only to be Mevare the Emes, it's also a Din. Not only to be mevarer that establishes, it's it's a din. That yeah. is It's a din. Yeah. It's not just if I know the truth, I know the truth anyway, right? Okay. First line on Chavbeza Medalef. Maisa she'avru yosim arboyim zug ve'ikfur nebakiva belut. So what's the story? The Gemara quoted the machlokes between. The first Tana, Tanakama and Rabbi Yossi. Tanakama hold, you're always allowed to violate the Shabbos to come testify that you saw the new moon, whether the moon was visible clearly or the moon was not so clear. 
Rabbi Yossi says no. If the moon was clear, the Gemara of the Mishnah calls Ba'alil, if it was conspicuously clear, then you're not allowed to desecrate the Shabbos because you can assume that others who are close nearby saw it as well. And then the Gemara tells us to. And then the Gemara tells that the Mishnah tells the story that there was a story that forty more than forty peers, forty couples of witnesses, were traveling to Yerushalayim. Or they were traveling to the Sanhedrin, wherever the Sanhedrin was. The Gemara doesn't say, the mission doesn't say where. And Rabbi Akiva stopped them in Lud. And Rabbi Gamliel, who was the head of the Sanhedrin, sends him a message. And the message basically says this was an error. Because if you would stop by stopping all of these witnesses, this time it's not a problem. Because there were a lot of witnesses. But next time, next time, you're going to create a mikshel, a stumbling block, because people who might have seen it will not bother to come, and who knows if there will be Adis when you need them. That was the story in the Mishnah. The beginning of the Gemara explained the word Ba'alil, and then Vaita the Gemara goes to the story. We learned to Brais. Amr Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Yehuda says, Chas v'shalem Rabbi Akiva ikvan. God forbid to say that Rabbi Akiva actually stopped these Adis from coming. Ella, what happened was, it's a whole different mice. There was a man named Shizpar. He was Rosh Hashel He was the mayor of a community, a city called Geder. He was the Rosh, he was the leader, he was the head. Ikvon, this man, Shizpar, he is the one who stopped the Adis. V'shalach Reb Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel sent a message, and they dethroned this man, Jisper. So Rabbi Yehuda argues with the story, the way that the story is recorded in our Mishnah. And Rabbi Yehuda says, this is not what happened. It wasn't Rabbi Akiva. And that wasn't the message of Rabbi Gamliel. It was a man named Jisper, and he was the head of Gader, and he is the one who did it. And then he was dethroned because of this uh, mistake that he made. This is how Rabbi Yehuda had the story a completely different version. Is the same Rabbi Akiva that wrote the Mishnah? The same Rabbi Yehuda that wrote the Mishnah? Huh? No, no, no. This is a different Rabbi Yehuda. Yeah, yeah. You have to say it because. Yeah, yeah, Avada. 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 They bring the Mepharsha, one of the Mepharsha is Mezgaris Hazav. He says it's L'chayda P'sadoichik to say. So what is the an argument in Metzius? Like what happened? I mean, in other words, so he says that the Mishnah is not really arguing with Rabbi Yehuda. 
It's just that Shispa really prevented them. Rabbi Yehuda lived in that place, or he was there in that place. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Akiva didn't protest it. Rabbi Akiva let it go. So Rabbi Gamliel sent him a message. By not, proste- by not protesting what this man did, so Rabbi Huda is just clarifying, don't think it was a Bakiva's idea to stop them. It wasn't a Bakiva's idea, somebody else's idea. Just Bakiva didn't protest him. That's how the Mizgari Sazov tries to make peace between the two perspectives. Okay, right. What do you want to ask? Somebody you want to ask? Pashtas, yeah. Yeah. You wanted to say something? No, just, I just thought it was interesting that, that you've got a, a, a temporal mayor and, and Ram Gamliel can, can place and, you know, and, and uh, you know, put him out of the job. So it's not, it's not a, uh, it's a faithful. Yeah, I saw one of them, a far shamer, says, how does they come out of differently? Shalach Ram Gamliel is like the Mishnah said. He sent a message to Rabbi Akiva. And Haridu Magdullah says something separate. I mean, a Pashtas you read, Shalach Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel sent a message that they should dethrone him. Others learn, Shalach Rabbi Gamliel is like the Mishnah said. He sent a message to Rabbi Akiva. And Vahiridu Magdullah and the people over there dethroned him. One of the two. Zagd the Mishnah Vaiter. Fascinating Machlaikas. Avu B'noi Shiro A father and a son who both saw the new moon, which is, of course, very common. Family is sitting or standing on their porch, and they see the new moon. What's the halacha? Says the Mishnah Yelchu. They should both travel to testify. And as Taisvus explains on Amit Beis, this means even on Shabbos. It's not just the middle of the week where it's also a chiddush, as we'll see in a moment. But even on Shabbos, that's why it says Yelchu. They should both go. In the middle of the week, it's not such a big chiddush. The chiddush is even on Shabbos. Don't think the Tana says that they're going to combine with each other to constitute a unit of edus, of testimony, because it's a father and a son, and relatives usually are disqualified from serving as kosher valid witnesses in halacha. So why are you sending them both? Ella, the answer is, why do you send both? Why don't you just send one? She'im yiposel echad man. If one of them is going to get disqualified in the process, because as we're going to see later in the next Patek, Bezdin heavily scrutinized and examined and, ex- and uh, cross-examined and uh, investigated the testimony, and they used to investigate everybody separately about what they saw and then make sure that their testimony matched each other. So therefore, if one of them will be disqualified as a result of the investigation, or maybe not as a result of the investigation, as a result of character disqualification. We're going to see later that certain people, not Mitzat investigation, Mitzat investigation he could be good, but Pashat Mitzat, certain things he did, if know about the father, he's going to be Pasaleidus. So whatever the reason is, the second one who is not disqualified will be combined with another person who's not a relative, and together they will be able to testify that they saw the moon. So therefore, don't stop both father and son coming. Not that, they, not that both of them will ever be used. One of them will certainly not be used, because you can't use two relatives. So then why send both? Send the Chathila one? Because it happens to be that maybe only one more person will come, and one of these two will become possible, and if you don't have anybody else, you're done. 
So therefore, always send as more people as possible, even if it's a father and a son. That's what the Mishnah, that's what the Mishnah says. Interesting, Meiri says Ahara. Generally, we have a din in Sanhedrin, that in every Edis, if one of the Edim is a Karav or Apostle, so the whole Edis is bottle. Right? If one of them is a relative or disqualified, it's Mubatul the whole Edis. But here you're not going to say that. One of them is Apostle, and still you're going to use the other one. The answer is because if they all come together as a unit, then the disqualification of one disqualifies everybody else. But here they didn't come to work together as one Edis. So therefore, the Meiri says, when one of them gets disqualified, the second person's Edis is considered an Edis Acheres, a completely different Edis, and can combine with somebody else. This is what the Mishnah Paskins. Reb Shimon argues and says, When it comes to this testimony of the new moon, you can use a father and a son together, and all other relatives. So you can have two brothers, you can have a father and a son, whatever, whoever the relative is, it's no problem, it's all kachaladis hachadish. So therefore, of course a father and a son should come. Not only if one of them gets puzzled, because both of them could be used as the Edus. Amr said, It's a story about Tuvi the doctor. I guess everybody knew Tuvi the doctor. Shiraz hachadish b'yushalayim. He saw the new moon in Yerushalayim, but not only him, who he, Uvnoi, and his son, plus he had a liberated slave. In other words, he had a slave who was an Evid Knaini, a non-Jewish slave. He came into the family to work for the family, to work for Tuvia. When you become Evid becomes a Jewish slave, he goes through a semi-conversion, and he has a semi-status of a Jew. He's Mechoyev in all the mitzvahs, a woman is Mechoyev, right? He goes through a bris, etc. Once you liberate him, once you emancipate him, now he's a regular Jew. No difference. So he had a Evid, he happened to liberate. So it's three Jews, and they all three see the moon. Two are relatives, a father and a son. The Evid is not a relative. He's like a convert. He also sees the new moon. What happens now? The Kiblu HaKoyanim The Koyanim accepted he and his son. You're having a mother in a few places in Shazad, there was a Bezdin Shal Koyanim. The Koyanim among themselves had a Bezdin. They were like, they would make the decisions about the Beis HaMikdash and about the Koyanim and all these issues. They happened to come first to the Koyanim. They were in Yerushalayim. The Koyanim, the Bezdin of Koyanim, you have to say the Bezdin of Koyanim, why are they coming to Koyanim here? What does that do with Koyanim? They're going to testify about the new moon. But the Bezdin of Koyanim accepted he and his son. Apparently, they agreed with Rib Shimon's view that a father and a son, Akashalai Desachaydish, Opostlois Avdek, but they disqualified his servant. They held that even though a father and a son are kosher, but you need a Jew who <coughs> comes from the Jewish dynasty. They didn't hold that a convert should be which is a strange thing, because there's no difference. person converts, he's a full Jew. But they felt that there's a din by Eidus HaChaydish, that you can't use an Eved, even though he's emancipated, in other words, he's a full Jew. We'll soon see in Taisvis why they would hold like this. When, when he said that they would, they would they even come to the basin, the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin, yeah. So he is up and he had a second basin. Would yeah. they be Makadosh HaChodesh? No, 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 we'll soon see what happened. This is probably just like an you know, entrance exam. Oh, 
Or maybe they consulted them before. Maybe they were there. Huh? The gatekeepers, maybe they consulted them before. You know, what should, what, should one go home? That's what happened. So the Kibla Kayanim Oisev has been The Kayanim accepted he and his son. They said it's fine. However, Paslus Avdoi, they disqualified his Evid and they said the Evid Nisht. The Evid is not good. Shabol if Bezdin. When they came before the Bezdin, before the actual court, Kiblu Oisev Esavdoi, they accepted he him and his servant. Upaslus Benoi, and they disqualified his son. They hold like Tanakama, not like Reb Shimon. That relatives, uh, excuse me, Apostle Eidus HaChodesh. So therefore, but the Evet is Kashal Eidus HaChodesh. You can use an Evet, it's not a problem. You can use a convert, he's a full Jew, regular Jew. Huh? Evet Meshuchar, it's not. Evet yeah, Evet Meshuchar, it's not an Evet Knaini. But Meila, they accepted him and his Evet, and they disqualified his son. So this story that Rabbi Yossi brings is a Sayata, it's a proof that the way they used to pass him was like Tanakama, not like Reb Shimon. They didn't accept the father and the son. They didn't accept relatives, they accepted him and his evil. That's the story. Yeah? I mean, something affects the entire nation. No, I'm telling you, the best of Kayanim, they were in charge and in Yonim of the Beis HaMikdash. It was like a, a Bezdin for that particular... They were the experts in this particular area. They could not be I met a Yid the other day at a Simcha. So I asked him what he does. So one of the things he does is, he's from the Dayanim, for the Dine Teide that happened in the Beis Medrash Gavoya of Lakewood. I said, what type of thing? He says, you wouldn't believe how many fights there are over tables and chairs. This is my seat. You have thousands of younger light, yeah? Guy goes away, he gets married, he comes back, boom, it's gone. That's not the So he told me that there's a group who have to deal with this. He said he gets paid for it also. Same. This is a, a particular a particular court that has to deal with particular issues. I'm not, I'm not comparing the same types of disputes, but uh, whatever. So not that they undermine the authority of uh, they undermine the authority of them. But these babies we don't even make a shechodesh. What do you say? No, they, they can't do anything for the chodesh. Somebody said they can't keep this. Yeah, or, or they were there and they wanted to ask them their opinion if they should all go. So they said, take the ben and send home the evet. Apparently, they didn't like what they said. Yeah, they went to Bezdin and they realized nishtasa. <laughs> now the gemara explains the svar. So the gemara. said, "My time with the What's the reason of Reb Shimon, who says that you could use relatives, a father and a son? 
Levi says, because here there's a unique Pasuk, when it comes to sanctifying the new moon and making it Rishchidosh, the Pasuk says in Parshas Boi, and this is the whole source of the mitzvah of Kedosh HaChidosh, the first mitzvah that was given to Jews before they left Mitzrayim, before Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. This mitzvah was said when? On Rishchidosh Nisan, two weeks before Pesach. Hashem says to Moshe and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, So as we mentioned a few times, Chazal types this Pesach a little differently than we would type it, and Rashi brings it this way. Rashi types it, How would you literally type this Pesach? This month, for you, is the head of months. It's the first of the months of the year for you. Which is redundant. You're saying basically the same thing twice. This month, Nisan, is the head of all the months. In other words, it's the first month. And then you say it's the first of the months of the year. Same thing like the head. So therefore, Chazal say, no. The Pasuk really has two different parts. The second half of the Pasuk says that Nisan is the first month of the year. The first half of the Pasuk is not talking about the month of Nisan. Chaydish comes from the word month comes from the word moon that's why it's called month month comes from the word moon what makes a month? the new moon Chadash means new the new moon Hashem showed Moshe Rabbeinu a new moon he showed him the moon after the Moilat and he looked at that sliver at that little crescent he said when you see this new moon when you see this in the sky for you this has to become Rish when this is seen, this is when you make Rishchaytish. And from here we have the source that when the new moon is seen, the Edis testify and Rishchaytish is established. To Moshe and That's the key. But there's one word added here. To you. Only for you it's Rishchaytish. For nobody else it's Rishchaytish. Well, Moshe and have a monopoly on the moon. So you say lechem lechayda means for klal Yisrael. He's talking to them as representative of the Jewish people, but this lechem is critical here. So Reb Shimon says, "A dezu take shade bechem." Moshe and Aaron are brothers. This is a unique testimony. It will also be kosher with you guys. Hachaydish hazeh. When you see this new moon, lechem rosh chadashim. Even even for you, in other words, not just two strangers come and say they saw the new moon. It works. This hey, this is going to be kasha bachem by you, even though you're brothers. This is the source for Rav Shimon that kroivim akasha feidus achaydish. Rashi says, take shade bachem afal pishem achim. That's the chiddush even though they're brothers. Verabbanon, what about the rabbanon who hold that their apostle relatives are disqualified? They also know about this pasuk chaydish azalachem. The Gemara says the rabbanon hold differently. Eidazute misura lachem. This testimony of Kiddush HaChodesh, it's not just two witnesses could come and say, we saw the new moon, it's Rishchodesh. No, no, no. They have to bring it to you. This Edis is submitted, it's Mesura, it's given over to you. You have the authority. It's not just people see, HaChodesh HaZai, you see the new moon, Rishchodesh. Lachem Rishchodesh. They have to bring it to you. In other words, they have to bring it to the leaders of the generation. In, in every generation you have the Sanhedrin, which were basically the representatives, as the Rambam puts it, Matike Hashmua those who were responsible to hold up the Messiah of Yiddishkeit, of course, Torah Shabbat and Torah Shabbat, and they stand in the place of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu appointed 70 people 
right? Seventy judges of Parshas Baloischa, and he's number he's number seventy one. So in every generation, you had smicha Ishmi Piyish from Moshe Rabbeinu, Sanhedrin. Ah, huh? oh, that's an interesting question. So what does Rashi say? Tehei Mesura Lachem, an interesting lashon. Lachashuve Hadoyr, Lachashuve Hadoyr. He says to the prominent ones of the generation, Ani Moiser, I am giving over. The ability, the authority, they have to be the ones who accept the testimony. The Lachem is not coming to make relatives kosher for Kedush HaChodesh. You need the Chashuvi Adar in each generation, members of the Sanhedrin of the Bezdin, to be Mechabal Vedas. So you're asking from here, Lachem, is a Raya that the two brothers could be in the Sanhedrin together. <laughs> uh, opposite Raya. Before we had a Raya that the Aedas could be two brothers. Now the Chayr of the Raya is, yeah? General, that's the best thing that has to be unrelated. Yeah, the same reason that the Aedas have to be. <laughs> same reason that the Aedas, Adam Karavet Salatzme, when there's relatives, we are. Uh, <laughs> Saying Mitzatzvada, you understand Reb Shimon. Yeah. If they're testifying that uh, Yankel owes money to his father, uh, Yankel owes money to him. So you say the father and son are in cahoots. But you're saying, what's the cahoots over here? But they want Rish Chaydish. So he says you're allowed. Fucking is a chayda. Yeah, it's mashma that yeah, that Moshe and Aaron together would work. They cook this. The brothers, you said. The brothers. Okay, so that's uh, that's the source of Shimon, Achaydish Azalachem, but the Rabbanan absolutely disagree. So story with Tuvi the doctor that he and his son and his slave saw the moon. Rebchanan the son of Rav said, A big Kiddush, the halach is like Reb Shimon. In other words, you can have a father and a son. Reb says to this man, Rebchanan the son of Rav, I don't understand you. Reb we see in the Mishnah two things. 
First of all, that Rabbi Yossi repeats the story with Tuvia, where they disqualified a father and a son. They accepted the father and the slave. Number one. Plus, the Mishnah quotes a story that actually happened. In other words, this is how they did it. Va'at Amrit, and you come and say, In other words, he's questioning him for two reasons. Number one, we have a klal and shas, that when Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon have an argument, generally, the fact that Rabbi Yossi argues with Rabbi Shimon here, right? Because Rabbi Yossi brings the story of Tuvia Haroifei, where they disqualified father and son. The Bezdin disqualified them. The Kayanim accepted that, but the Bezdin disqualified them. So Lechayr, that's one raya that Allah is not like Rabbi Shimon. Second point, it doesn't only say Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi Umaysa. We have a klal in Baba Basra and Shabbos, there's, a, there's an expression in Gemara, Maisa Rav. A story is always the greatest. When you have somebody saying something, you have to know if it fits, if it's applicable. But when you have a Maisa, so Maisa Rav, a story that actually happened, that's the greatest testimony. Here the Mishnah doesn't only bring a view, the Mishnah also brings a story that they disqualified a father and a son. So how could Abchan and Barava come and say, Despite the, what the Mishnah says, Hilchasikir Abshim. Oh my Lord, Abchana Barava tells Rebhuna, let me tell you what happened. Vohazimnin Zgiyin Amaris Kamedirav. Zimnin Zgiyin means many times. It wasn't up one time. Many times I said over in front of Rav, Hilchasikir Abshim, that Allah is like Abshim. Veloy Amali Veloy Midi. And he never said anything. If you were right, that from the Mishnah it's obvious, the halacha is like Tanakama. Why didn't Rav ever protest and say that the halacha is not like Reb Shimon? Amalei, Reb tells Reb Chanan, let me ask you a question. Hey, Chitonis, how exactly did you say this Mishnah in front of Rav? You spoke in front of Rav, you quoted the Mishnah, and you said halacha is Reb Shimon. I want to know how you said over this Mishnah. Amalei, so he tells him, <laughs> now he did, obviously he didn't say these words. He told him, how he told the Mishnah, and it was obvious that it was Ipcha. Basically, he had the names reversed. <laughs> According to him, it was Reb Shimon who said that a father, he, in other words, he changed Reb Yossi for Reb Shimon. Reb Yossi is the one who said, a father and a son, and Reb Shimon came and said, let me tell you the story with Tuvia Haraifa. Let me tell you the story of Tuvia Haraifa. The story of Tuvia Haraifa is that you're not allowed to, that they disqualify the father and the son. Ipcha, it was the exact nus, it was the exact opposite nusach. Rabbi Yossi was the one who was matir, uh, disagreeing with Tanakam, and Rabbi Shimon is the one who told those story. Amalei, so the Bhuna tells him, That's why he didn't tell you anything. When you said Allah Rabbi Shimon, your Rabbi Shimon believes that a father and a son are disqualified. And of course, Rav agrees that's the halacha. That's why he didn't say anything. That's why he was quiet. Rashi says, Hey Chitonis, Masnis and Kamei Rav. What do we mean? Mia Machshe, Mia Poisel. Who allows father and son who disqualifies? Ipcha. Ipcha Tanina. I learned the Mishnah opposite, meaning in his text, he had, Rabbi Yossi, Amir Avu Bnei V'chol HaKreivim Ksherin. Rabbi Yossi allows father and son. Amir Rabbi Shimon Maise Betovia. Amaloi, Rabbi Huna says to Rabbi Chanan, the son of Rava, Misham Hachi. The Afchis did Reb Shimon Reb Yaisi. You switched, you topsy turvy Reb Shimon and Reb Yaisi. That's why I'm a Lachamidah. Ki Amrit, Halacha, Ki Reb, it has to be here. Yeah. Ki Amrit, Halacha, Ki Reb Shimon. When you said Halacha, Ki Reb Shimon, he agreed. You know why? The Hainu did Reb Yaisi. 
Because that's really like me saying halacha kerebiyosi. If I would say halacha kerebiyosi, it would be, it'd work. Why? Because the Mishnah brings a story that disqualifies it. That's not what happens. So Mela, there's really no problem. Why didn't he fix what? In other words, they weren't arguing. It was, just, it was simply an issue of semantics. Why he didn't correct them in the gear, so you say? Why he? When he told them the mission in the opposite way, why did he tell them, by the way, you're making a mistake? You know what? It could have been a gear like that. He was also not my point. I know he did. How do you know he because did? Because he said, did he agree with him, right? Did he agree? So no, right. Now, look, so I made a mistake. I reversed it next. A few times? Not too times, one time. No, he said a few times. Mm-hmm. This point was, I told it to him a few times and he didn't fix it, right? He didn't disagree with him. Right. Because I just reversed the mandamba. So someone else, he's not fixed a few times. What? Why did Rabbi Yassi didn't tell him? What? Why did the Rab didn't tell him? Because he reversed the Mandarin. It doesn't matter. You tell him he's also wrong. Correct. Rab knew all the Mishnah. Rab knew all the Mishnah. I don't know. Someone will come and tell me that. He was. He saved his life. Of course he was pro. You're right. And the Klala was a brother. He really. <laughs> the brings the Pnei Yeshua brings uh, some halach here. I'll just quote they bring from the Pnei Yeshua that uh, Reb Chanan said halacha kerib In other words, as we see that kroivim, as we see at the end, that kroivim apostolates she can't use them. As the girsa that he had take and he said in front of Rav, that was his girsa. Allah Kirib Shimon that what? That Kraivim Apostolaidasakhadish. That's what happened. So Rabhuna didn't know about this Girsa. Rabhuna didn't know about this other Girsa in the Mishnah, right? That's why he asked him and he said, How could you uh, how could you say this? He thought that he's paskining that Kraivim are Kashalaidasakhadish because he didn't know the Girsa. Lakhaira Rabyasi argues with Rab Shimon, and we have a klal that Gemara and Erevin, that when Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon have an argument, halachic Rabbi Yossi, because time of Nimukai Imai, Rabbi Yossi's authority was considered superior, everything was explained, everything had a reason. Besides the fact we have a story to support that the halacha is not like Rabbi Shimon, him thinking that Rabbi Huna said, that Rabbi Chanan said that what? That it's Kashalaydus Achaydish. So he's the Pnei Yeshua says, Rabbi Chanan understood from the question. That Reb Huna had an opposite girsa from his girsa, and Reb Yosi is the one who passes the kroivim laedus. So that's what he told him that when he spoke for in front of Rav, halachik Reb Shimon, he told Rav halachik Reb Shimon against Reb Yosi, and he didn't say anything. And the question of the mice of Bezdin, he didn't answer him why, because according to his girsa, the mice actually supports him. The mice, the mice actually supports him to pass the Kravim Laedus. So he holds 
he held that Rav didn't say anything because the Maisa supports Rabbi Shimon against Rabbi Yossi, and therefore you could pass him like Rabbi Shimon. You asked me two questions. First of all, how could you pass him Rabbi Shimon against Rabbi Yossi? Second of all, you have a Maisa against you. From that, the Maisa didn't have a problem because actually he agrees with the Maisa. He just changed the names. I, how could you pass him Rabbi Shimon against Rabbi Yossi? The answer is, because I told this to Rav, and Rav also paskins this way. So in this case, he paskins Rabbi Shimon against Rabbi Yossi. So Rabbi Huna asks him, how did you tell the story in front of Rav that he didn't answer you? So he tells him that he told him that Rabbi Yossi is machshikrai from Leidus HaKadosh and Rabbi Shimon passels. And Rabbi Shimon is the one who told over the story of Tuvya Raifi, in other words, Rabbi Shimon passels. That's what he told him. So Rabbi Shimon is the one who passels. So Rabbi Huna says, ah, now I understand. Now that the gears is changed over by you, and Rabbi Shimon passels the Kroivim, and that's the story, so then it's not a problem. Because when you said halachic Rabbi Shimon, you're basically paskening like Rabbi Yossi. Because my Gersa is the more correct Gersa, and it's the one who... Rabbi Yossi is the one who passels the Edus. So, so therefore, according to this Gersa, Rav knew about the real Gersa of the Mishnah, as if we didn't have to mix in. But if the Gersa would have been like you, then Rav would have not been quiet when you said... Kroivim apostle laid this like Reb Shimon. Why? Because the Allah is always like Reb Yossi in contrast to Reb Shimon. So therefore Rav would have to tell you that you made a mistake. But since Rav accepts my gears, so therefore he didn't have a problem because Allah Chalamaisa, it wouldn't have been an issue even though the name is, uh, the name is changing here. That's what he says. That's the Kavona in Rashi. Rashi says Rav didn't say anything to Reb Chanan because he changed the gears in the views of Reb Shimon and Reb Yossi. And he passed in Halachic Rabbi which is Rabbi Shimon, according to his version. Rav didn't say that Rav didn't say anything because that because he changed the gears and he passed him like the story. Because Mitzah, the story itself, he shouldn't have passed him like Rabbi Yossi, because, like Rabbi Shimon. But because our gears is that Rabbi Yossi is Paisal, and Chanan Paskins that way, so therefore Rav didn't say anything. So that's why Rashi puts it that way, that that was the reason he didn't say anything. Like, Amr Lachmida, Ki Amrit, yeah? Ki Amrit Halacha Kireb, Kireb Yoisi, the Hainu Dereb Shimon. You understand? He maintains the Girsa. When you said Halacha Kireb Yoisi, the Hainu Dereb Shimon, so we changed it a little bit. But the way the Pnei Yeshua says, he didn't, he didn't mind. Why? Because you, you, when you said Halacha Kireb Shimon, it's really. Can, can I just bring out uh, a mitzvah for later for another time when you think about Even if yet, only going to be in this case, not going to be a klal. So Zayn in this case, <laughs> a mitzvah won't come out. You're not going to make from this a klal by everything. So he, 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 he told us to do the test in this case. Yeah, <laughs> right. Amar <laughs> Tavi <laughs> Tavi, the son of Mari Tavi, says in the name of Ukva, in the name of Shmuel, that Allah is like Rib Shimon. What's Pshati? You just explained that uh, Allah can't be like Rib Shimon, that Allah is like Rib Yoisi, and there's a story that rejects it. So it's interesting that uh, the Rambam Paskins that Kroivim Apostolate is Achaydish, not like Rib Shimon. So someone has stated that the Rambam had a Girsa, ain't Allah like Rib Shimon. But L'cha'ayda, you could say that he had the same girsa like Reb Chanan. You could say he Pashat had the same girsa like Reb Chanan. So when he says Hilchus Reb Shimon, it means Hilchus Reb Yosef. 
Kalkamis is Chlor. Chlor is from Yosi. I mean, according to that Yosi. No, the Yosi supports it, but it's... He support, but who is the Tanakamah? So, so how do you, but I the Gemara, how could you argue with the, with the Shas? You say, Allah, so it could be that I'm saying that Tavi had the same gear to like Rabchama. That Reb Shimon is the one who passes. That's why he says, Hilkhsuk Reb Shimon. Zak the Mishnah. Who's Pasolait is a Chaydish? Elohain Absolun. <laughs> <laughs> These are the people who are disqualified for Edis HaChaydish. Some Edis are disqualified. We spoke about relatives and the Machloikas, but now there are those who are disqualified. Number one, HaMesachek B'Kuvia. Mesachek B'Kuvia, Rashi says, let's see, Chtichos Shal They take dice. Chtichos Shal literally means they take pieces of bone. In other words, they carve them into dice. And basically, they're gambling with them. They're playing. If it falls this way, you pay money. You, you, put, you put in money or the other way around. What's the problem? With the responsibility, yeah. You come in saying, I'll be the guarantor. Arav means a guarantor. You guarantee. And you basically say, if this and this happens, this number or this digit, whatever it is, I'm going to pay money. What's the problem? Why are you puzzled? What's the issue? So Rashi says a very interesting thing. Amur Rabbanon, the Rabbanon said, Asmachta loikanya. This type of Asmachta, we'll explain in a moment, is not koina. Varein gazlonin midi Rabbanon. They're rabbinic thieves. They're called gazlonin midi Rabbanon. Why? Midirai se'ene kori gazlon alachoytif miyadish. Minatari, you're not called a thief, a gazlon, unless you push it, grab it away from somebody. We have in Shmuel Beis, Vayigzel is a chanis v'yad ha-mitzri. The definition of Vayigzel is he took away the chanis, the spear from the Egyptian. This, I'm not taking away money from anybody. You put in the money, and I get it. But the pshat is, this is called asmachta. asmachta. When a person puts money this way, it's not money that he really wants to give, of course. Huh? He hopes that he's going to get the money. So in other words, <laughs> he hopes he gets the money. So it's, he gave the money because, you know, he, he wants to be able to come back to gamble again. He wants to have a good reputation. But when I'm taking this money, there was no what's called real smichas das. There was no real submission of the owner to give the money. So, yes. So it's called gzela. For me, taking the money, if I'm part of such a system, I am a gazla, not minatayr, I'm a gazla with the Rabbanon. If I'm a gazla with the Rabbanon, I'm posseleidus with the Rabbanon, because a gazla is posseleidus. You can't, you you can't trust that's it. That's only if you win. Okay. <laughs> well, you're there hoping you're going to win, right? <laughs> you're there hoping you're going to win.
The Pasuk says in Mishpatim, Don't put your hands together with a Russia to be a false witness. We see from here, we see from here, an Eid Hamas, a Russia is called an Eid Hamas. So Rashi is telling us, if he's a Gazlan, Minatayda, Hamas Minatayda, Hamsen is a robber, then he's possible Minatayda. Here he's not a Gazlan Minatayda, he's a Gazlan Midrabanan. So Masachet Bekubi, somebody who plays dice, is. And therefore, they don't want to, They don't want him to testify. Next, Malve Yeah. The concept it's, it's, it's something that is I'm, I'm trying to gain an advantage or, or fool someone. Isn't that how we define a standard? Yeah, 100%. 100%, yeah. Malva Beribis. Next. Malva Beribis means people who lend money for usury, for ribis, for interest. So what happens here? I lend you money. We make up that you have to not only pay me the money, but pay me interest. So, Krashi, Lav Gazlund, Raisul, the Mifsulay, Mishum, Al Toshes, Yotchim, Rashuli, Ezek Hamas. You can't say that he's called a Gazlund in Atayra, that this man is an eight Hamas. He's a robber. He's not a robber. When I'm lending with interest, you're giving me the money with your consent. Yoiv, Minafshe, Minafshe, Yoiv. You're giving it with your Ratsan. But nonetheless, here again. It's called a Gazlan because it's us to be involved in this. So it's not the Mamish definition of a thief, but rabbinically it's a gather of Gazlanus. Next. It's an Isim in Yeah, but like Rashi, the Isim in is not the problem here. Other Rishayim argue. Like Rashi, the problem is the Gzela. The question is what makes the Psula aid this? Is it the Isim in or is it Gzela? Lapal and Allah, we say that somebody who's over on an Isim in right? Or is Surya Madirabbanat. As long as he doesn't do tshuva, he's possible. Once he does tshuva, he's fine. Right? That's why by some chuppas they tell the edus to be maharib uh, tshuva. But, uh, but like Rashi's shit, the problem is not an ism and Because then that's the issue with ribis. The problem is gzela. You can't say ribis is gzela. Ribis is a conventional business method. Right? In fact, between Jews and non-Jews, it's completely fine. Why? Because it's a, it's, it's a regular business method. If I give you a million dollars for five years, that's a loss of money. With a million dollars in five years, I could make a lot of money. So I'm asking you to give me a million, yeah, plus let's say 5%, 10%. That's the money I may have made. It's a, it's a, it's a conventional business method. In fact, it's interesting. The issue of ribis, you would expect to be in Chayshir Mishpat, in Shulchan Aruch, in the civil section of Shulchan Aruch. It's not there. It's in Yerudea. Same section like Kashras. What does ribis have to do? Ribis is Ben Adam Lechaveira. Shchita, Kashros, Talmud, all Yeridea. Because Mitzad Dinei Chayshin Mishpat, ribis is mutter. Ribis as a business transaction makes sense. It's a din in Yeridea. It's almost a din between man and God. There's a special din that between Jews, you have to be like brothers, family, you don't do ribis. With a guy, you're allowed to lend ribis. So it's very interesting. Machlaikas mitzvah or mutter. Machlaikas hereshayim. So a kolpam and Rashi Tainas here. Like Rashi, the devoid is gzela. The devoid is not the iser. The devoid is gzela. So it's not mamish gzela, right? It's a normal method. You agree to give me ribis, but midirabbanan it's called gzela. Taking your ribis, 
lending you on ribbis is an Indian of Kzele. Right. 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 Yeah. This is a machoikus in Sanabit in Abaya and Rava, basically. Uh, Abaya kind is that anybody who's oven on the lav min hatayra, not by mistake. Mistake is a mistake. If he does it intentionally, lahachis, he's called a rush and he's posseleidus. If he's a chumavelis, lahachis, yeah. Any isim in hatayra, he's posseleidus. Rava is it has to be eight chamas. Chamas is a particular type of aveda, chamas. It's robbery, like it says by the Mabul, Moloha Aretz Hamas, or as we would say today, Moloha Aretz Hamas. But uh, that's the concept that you need an Indian of Hamas, in other words, an Indian of, of, of Revach Moment. It, it, uh, it has to do with money. It has to do with money. Yeah, that's what Pashtas the reason. The moment is an Indian of Gzela, you can't, uh, this man is not Neman when it comes to money. He's not believed. Next is Mafriche Yoinim. What's Mafriche Yoinim? Rashi says, Nami Kein Kubia. This is also a form of gambling. Friche Yoinim means those who make Yoinim, doves. Doves, they do races. Like you have races between doves, and they basically bet based on the races. If my dove wins your dove, then I give you $100,000. Here again, when you take that $100,000, it's not exalem in atayda, but it's exalem in the rabbanon. Because I really do not want you to have that hundred thousand dollars. All this is one on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're saying a lottery. If somebody yeah. buys a lottery, they're not called a gazi. Goes to Atlantic City. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it's like a racetrack. It doesn't make them. It's Oh, I guess because it's maybe less conspicuous. That's what Rashi says. It's similar to the gamble. Yeah. Next is soichre shvius. Soichre shvius are those who do business with produce, with fruits that grow on. You can eat the fruits of Shviyas. You have your apples, you can eat them. But you can't do business with them. The common denominator, all these people were suspected that they will transgress the Torah, because of money, so therefore they consistently suspected them to become witnesses who are lying through money and shaykhat. If anybody bribed them, in other words, they are up for sale. And therefore, just look what they did, whether it's ribis, whether it's mafrichiyonim, all these things, so therefore, we do not accept them as kashra edis midirabon. The next, those who are apostle, is already a different type of category. Avadim. 
Aganav is for sure awesome in Atayra. <laughs> that's not that the Mishnah, that's a post of Brzach. Even a Malva Beribis, he's doing it with Rishus, he's still possible. No, in other words, the Apostle Aedis. Apostle are non Jewish slaves. Avodim Knanim, they're also Apostle. Medin Torah for Edus. Even though they're, 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 they live in a Jewish home and they went through a bris and they went to the mikveh, but nonetheless, they still have a semi-status of Jews and therefore they're apostle, apostle Edus. Next, Zahaklaut. This is the clout. Any Edus that a woman is not kosher for this Edus, whether it's Edus for monetary issues or Edus for capital punishment or Edus HaChodesh, the Pasuk says in Dvarim, the two men shall stand and testify. Chazal learn here in Gemara and Shuas, Anoshim Noshim, that Edus is for men, not for, not for women. So therefore, any Edus that Aisha is not kosher. So therefore, Afhain, all this, they're also not kosher for. Why didn't I list the Isha? Why didn't list the Isha? Yeah. That you don't need the Mishnah for. That's a Din Torah. That's a Din Minatayra. By an Isha, it's not Mitzad Nehmonos. By an Isha, it's not Mitzad Nehmonos. Torah was very protective of the dignity of women. When you come to Edis of Bezdin, they could mach you sugar, right? They could drive you crazy. Torah is extremely protective of the dignity of women, not to get them into these types of pressures and messes and so forth. It's more of a male job. That could be also, yeah. They use intuition a lot. Yeah. Intuition. Their feelings, their emotions are very powerful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they don't accept them as aiders. Besides our certain situation, that's why it says, Kol Edus Sheini Yishik You have in Yonim where, you know. Huh? Aguna Isha Saita, there you have you. And of course, Kashus in the home. Nidu V'chuli V'chuli. Zog Digamara. Ha Yishik We're saying the Kalal is any Edus that Isha is not Kashus. So all these people in the Mishnah are also not Kashus. What about Yishik what about an Aedis where women are kosher? Like, like we just said, an Isha could testify to a woman that her husband died. It's not a problem. You could remarry because your husband died. An Isha could testify about a Saita. Saita was concealed. She could say she became Tameh. Yeah, she became Tameh. What do we see from here? All these people would also be kosher. Amar Abashi, Zaysemeres, this teaches us, Gazlan de Devreim, Kshayrin Laedis Isha. A Gazlan de is kosher for isha. Those things that a woman would be kosher le'edis, you clearly see from the end of the Mishnah, you would accept even these people. Why? Because we're dealing with gazlan and midirabbanan, that only midirabbanan they're possible le'edis, so they're only possible for those edis that are isha is possible for. But edis that are isha is kosher for, they would be kosher. What about a gazlam and a toira, somebody who actually takes money away from the person? It seems the chachamim would not allow him to say edis even on those things that an isha is is kosher. Zok Rashi, Avadim Psule Doiraisa, Hakalvachayme Meisha, Kadamarame Babakama. It's a Kalvachayme from the Isha. What's the Kalvachayme from the Isha? Madachan Isha is a regular, regular full Jew. Nonetheless, she's Pasal Eidus, an Evadus, Pasal Lavi Bakal. 
and an Evet Knaini can't just marry anybody. He's a guy. For sure, he would be postulators. That's the Kalbachem in the Gemara. Ha'ishik she'er lozak rashi going lahayel al misas adam lahasiyas ishtai al soita shenitmas bestirish shalaytishta leedis ishul atirali nasiv. Adafki gazin the devreim. Abu gazin the raisa the chutzif lava b'fahesya. It's already a different chutzpa. Lo yechshiru chachamim leedis isha. Afal pish yechshiru es ha'evet. But that over there is no chutzpah, but it's a unique thing. Last Mishnah, and on this there's no Gemara, interestingly. Somebody sees the new moon and he can't travel, he's sick. Even on Shabbos, you could take him on a donkey. Somebody asked a few days ago, right? You can even carry him in a bed. Two people could carry him in a bed on Shabbos. And if there's people who may be ambushing them, ambushing them, you have in the second base Hamikdash, you had groups of Jews who wanted to fight the Besdin, so they would perhaps ambush the Aedis for a few hours, you know, kidnap them, and uh, and let them only go Mitzvah Shabbos. So he says, if you know that there's people like that, like him be other makhlas, you could take sticks on Shabbos in order to fight them off. And if it's a far road, a far path, like him be other mezaynas. You could carry food on Shabbos. Ah, you may be carrying four Amas and Rosh Hashanah a real Isur. Serious Isurim. Nonetheless, you're allowed to do it on Shabbos. Why? Because if the distance to get from your place to Bezdin is only a night and a day, not more, you could desecrate the Shabbos. And go out to testify for Chodesh. Why do you say Mahalach Laila If I see the moon seven o'clock at night Friday, and I know it's going to take me a night and a day, right? And another night, then I'm not going to be Michal Shabbos because I'm anyway not going to arrive before Mitzvah Shabbos, so it's not going to help. But if I know that if I travel tonight, I travel tomorrow, I'm going to arrive before nightfall, then you're allowed to be Michal Shabbos. Shenemar, the Pesach says in Emer, these are the holidays of Hashem, declarations of holiness, that you should declare in their right time, in their designated time. From the word b'mayadam, it has to be in the designated time. We learn that it's doichir, override Shabbos, in order to make Rishchidosh on time, override Shabbos. If it overrides Shabbos, whatever it takes to make Rishchidosh on time, you could do on Shabbos. So for example, you need the edus. That's an integral component of making Rishchidosh on time. It's doichir Shabbos. We shall return to you. Hadn Allah Khabar Rosh Hashanah. Hadn Allah Khabar Rosh Hashanah. Hopefully sooner than later. I'm saying we shall return to you, Abar Rosh Hashanah. To the Pedic Abar Rosh Hashanah. The next year is going to be on Thursday. Right? Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday. Rashi. Mishiros HaChadish Markivin Oisei Av Peshabbos. You had the Baitusim who were actually Jews, the Sadducees, who didn't believe in Teresh of Alpeh, and the Kusim, who were a whole other controversial group, the Samaritans. They wanted to confuse and make the Chachamim have an error. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.